ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Cox ATA and the Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More proudly brings to you the reigning, undisputed radio world tag team champions, the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG. We are Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Hello? Sup, girl? Oh, okay. Maybe? I I'm, could say the other part. Yeah. A, I think comic, not comic, <laughs> <laughs> something infringement. Copyright infringement. Copyright infringement. There we go. And then maybe the other part was, uh, you know, it's just not a great word to say. Yeah, it's not polite. It's not polite. It's, it's like you don't get out enough. I, I get out way too much. <laughs> that might be the problem. You're listening to us on Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. Station Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Welcome to another edition of Nerd Thug Wrestling. Oh, yeah. This is like my new favorite show we do. This is? Yeah, I just talk wrestling the whole time. It's so funny. Like, I almost forget we do this one when I'm planning stuff out. Yeah. I'm always like, oh, and we record Thursday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, so I've, I've been missing in action. Uh, I was on the wrestling show last week or this past Nerd Thug show, radio show. You actually took a whole week of shows off. Just just two shows. Yeah, I'm going to do it again next week. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> just, the, just the Thursday one. Okay. Uh, but I, uh, as I was getting ready, prepared for the wrestling show, there's some stuff that's kind of happened in the comic world. I'm like, well, got to wait and hold that stuff until Sunday. That's right. Plus, there's some fun stuff that happened while I was in Vegas. I was like, mm, got to hold that stuff till Sunday. <laughs> uh, this is all wrestling. But let me tell you. Oh. Before we, so Fastlane is this Sunday. Correct. Last pay-per-view before the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, let me tell you, we drove all the way to Vegas within, in two days. But you guys made like a hundred stops. We did. I was watching your Facebook page. And, we did. And every hour you were somewhere else. Yeah. I was like, they're never going to get anywhere. So the first day we did really good. We only stopped at like one place. We stopped at the uh, up in uh, Amarillo at the Cadillac. Amarillo uh, by morning. The Cadillac Garden Ranch or whatever you want to call it. I don't right. Know. The thing with the cars in the ground. Yeah. yeah. We stopped there and then we went to Albuquerque. Do you know who built that? Um, King Kong. Okay, cool. Uh, so it was it was really well. We We did it. And this, the amount of time we knew it was going to take us to get there. It was in his later years. He was doing an art period. Perfect timing. Uh, then the second day, we stopped at the Grand Canyon and got to Vegas about the time we thought we were going to be there. Okay. okay. Perfect right, timing. Nice. When we left, not the same idea. No. We uh, were going to take a quick three and a half trip down, hour trip down to Sedona, Arizona, and see a bunch of stuff. And uh, like for in like Sedona by morning. We're going to be there for like an hour. And then we were going to drive to El Paso and then to be eight hours away from home. In El we Paso spent six hours in Sedona. Oh. <laughs> so it was like, yep, going to El Paso is out of the question. Yeah. So that didn't happen. How, how do you guys, like, how do you miss your schedule by that much, though? There was just so much fun stuff to do in Sedona. Like, it was ridiculous. Really? Yeah. I mean, not for you, because yeah, you, you would die 30 minutes in. Yeah, but, it didn't. Uh, it didn't None of the photos looked like stuff where I was like, oh, I want to yeah, be there. But, I mean, the kids loved it. You know, I liked it. Yeah, that's fair. Ali Savage loved it. But, anyway, so the next day I was like, man, 12 hours to get home. 12 hours. One day. Got to do it. Uh, I listened to Talk is Jericho. <laughs> like, eight episodes. Oh, my God. It literally sped the time up so fast. Like before I knew it, I was like, wow, this is great. Like, I, I love this. Like, why have I not decided to listen to wrestling podcasts while I drive? They saved my life. I, I mean, <laughs> before I knew it, I was like, oh, we're only four hours away. Cool. A couple uh, more uh, podcasts, and I'm done here. <laughs> so I'll share some, some fun I uh, talk as Jericho stories later. Okay. Um, okay. All right. In the later segments. But first, let's run down Fastlane. Let's give our predictions and talk a little bit about it. Okay. Uh, did you watch Raw and SmackDown this week? Of course, the I go did. home shows. Of course, I did. Uh, we'll, we'll get your thoughts. Go ahead. Um, I, I'll be honest. Uh, I, I touched on this in the in the column I wrote for Sports Map Houston. I plug. I, I genuinely, I I don't understand what Fastlane's doing here. I don't understand. It's it's <sighs> stupid. It is dumb. The whole the this whole setup for the go home show has been dumb. Let's let me run down the card as it shows, and we'll. We'll get to why we think this. Uh, kickoff show, Rey Mysterio versus Andrade. They're just calling him Andrade now. Yay. Uh, you've got a uh, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair match. Right. If Becky wins, she gets added to the title match. So Becky wins. Uh, the Shield reunited. Okay. 
versus uh, Corbin McIntyre and Lashley. Who is just their stooge crew on the Raw. Yeah. These are the same three guys that just keep running out every time Braun Strowman shows up. Yeah. Who's not even on the on the card. Right. Uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey defend the titles against Nia Jax and Tamina. This is dumb also. That might be the only legit, like, okay. That should be a WrestleMania match, though. Uh, they'll do something big for WrestleMania. But how, at least how, how are you going to get bigger than your first tag team title defense? It oh, should be WrestleMania. See. They'll bring in some legends. I don't Watch. care. I don't. Uh, the Revival defend their titles against Ricochet and Aleister Black and Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. Also dumb. Uh, the Usos versus Shane McMahon and The Miz. This is the only match. This and the Charlotte Flair Becky Lynch match will be good, but it could have been on WrestleMania. Asuka versus Mandy Rose for the women's title. Told that one, uh, I'll get a little. Asuka hasn't defended a title on a pay per view. Not yet. So, okay. Uh, fine. Sure. But, but what is. But Okay. Yeah, okay. Sure. Well, okay. Why not? And then uh, Daniel Bryan versus the greatest. Kevin Owens. WWE wrestler of the current time, Kevin Owens. Uh, so that's the card right there. So okay, what's going? What's what's going on? What's the story they're trying to tell in each one of these matches? That's what we don't get, right? Well, th- that's what we're well, getting at. No, no, I I think even more than that. The problem is half of these matches are involved in stories that stretch to WrestleMania. So the Becky Lynch Charlotte Flair one I get. Okay, this is a way to set it up to get Becky. But why in the triple threat you, match? You don't have to. do they could have just added Charlotte Flair when Becky was when they thought Becky was hurt. They didn't have to do this whole other dumb thing now where now there's this match that you know Becky's going to win. What if she doesn't? Okay, then it's Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rossi, and then they completely dropped the ball on right. WrestleMania. Right. I mean, we both know they're not going to do that. We both know the reason they've been building the man up is to is for Ronda to drop the belt to her. But you're, you're right. Um, however, I think with Becky being so hot... It's it's a toss up, right? Like, man, she's so hot. Like, wait to put her into WrestleMania where she gets a huge pop, or like, hmm, do we need to get her into a pay per view to like? She just had a great moment though at the other one where she when she kicked Charlotte Flair's butt, yeah. as the thirtieth entrant into the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, I just I don't. So I, I don't this know. is clear. If Fastlane wasn't happening, this match wouldn't exist. No, that's true. That is true. They needed to put it on there. Yeah, they need some extra pop. Right. Um, we just talked about the Sasha Banks the tag team title match. I definitely think um, that should just be WrestleMania. You know, I, I like to see him defend it, but I mean, this is the best tag team they're gonna face, right? So, so, what, so again, so what do you do at WrestleMania? Is it, it's gonna be like a four corner tag team match. There's gonna be four women's tag teams in the WrestleMania match. I'm which calling is, it right now, but that's that's just obnoxious. I don't like when they throw twenty people in the ring. But they're gonna do it. Watch, that, they're gonna do it. They might, but that's not more it's gonna exciting. Be, it's gonna be Sasha and Bailey. Uh, then you'll have one tag team from Raw. You'll have the, one the, tag team the, from you'll SmackDown. You'll have the Riot Squad girls. One tag you'll team from SmackDown. You'll have Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville. And I bet you they bring someone from NXT. Because they showed up on NXT with the belts like, we're going to defend this on all three brands. Did they really? Yeah. Duh, that's going to be annoying to me. Um, the Shield match, that's a, that's one last pop. Let's get all three of them together before Dean Ambrose leaves. I, I don't know. I think this is their push to keep Dean Ambrose. All reports say he's still leaving. Yeah, but I think if... If he, if they can convince him to stay, they will give them a shield storyline. Probably, so I think they're giving them a shield match so that he can have fun out there with his bros. And if at the end of it, he's like, okay, let's keep doing this, they'll build a shield storyline. It's yeah, it's, it's one last chance to get him in the ring together. And if it goes well and Dean likes it, he stays. Yes, yeah. Here's the thing: he won't if he stays. It'll there will be a shield story. Yeah, there will be. Yeah, if he goes, then they'll they'll move on and do other stuff. Uh, so this tag match. So I mean, they've been kind of not. I wouldn't say setting it up over the last couple of weeks. I mean, they. I still don't understand what they're doing with the four guys they brought up from NXT. Like they really haven't. I don't understand any of their call ups here. Think about this: Lacey Evans still hasn't wrestled a match. She's made like nine appearances on. No, TV. they're building her to have like a. Originally, I think I talked about this a couple weeks ago. Originally, it was supposed to be her versus Oscar um, at this match, I think. But I think they're waiting. I don't. I don't know. And I, 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 I preached this before. Like she hasn't done anything, even in NXT that maybe was like, ooh. But no. she has the look. Well, she, that, she also like. is physically imposing. She's, she is. She's stacked up against Charlotte Flair. Yeah, she's pretty big. Like not like fat, but like. No, no. She looks not she, as hot as Charlotte Flair. Looks, she. I don't. Know. I don't know. I don't think she looks any worse than Charlotte Flair. Um, but I. I do. Charlotte Flair is a goddess. Uh, easy killer. Um, she looked. So the only thing she's done is the women's WrestleMania, uh, the women's Royal Rumble yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, she looked good in that, but then since then, she's literally just strutted up she and down. She walks out and leaves. And leaves. That's it. The heavy machinery keep doing squash matches against all of the terrible yeah. 
tag team. Which is kind of like very old school wrestling. Sort right? of. But then this week, the, uh, the other week, or this week, they did it where they wrestled three bad yeah. tag teams <laughs> in a row. All of them. Like, what was, I mean. They're just trying to put them over, I guess. But they're also just deleting all the credibility of that whole tag division, right? Well, that whole tag division sucks. It does. I agree. But, so this is the next but best it, thing. But it's I not going to fix it. But the, the triple threat tag team match, I don't, I don't get it because as we're recording, we're watching NXT this week. Uh, NXT started their yearly Dusty Road Tag Team Classic. Right. Uh, where the ta- eight tag teams compete. The winner gets a sh- title shot. Well, Ricochet and Aleister Black are in this tournament, and they won their first match. Yeah. And now they're going to be competing. So, like, are they going to win the tag team titles and then keep competing for, like, the NXT titles? I didn't I didn't know that they were actually even, a, a, like, a legit they're tag not. team. They're not. So they just put them together. They just put them together because they're on TV, and now they, they put them here, I guess, to try to get them together. But I, So that match, I have no idea where it's going or why it's, it's even there. I guess just to put these two excited NXT stars in a pay-per-view. This is the best they've done placing NXT stars, though. Yet, yeah, no, really has been this. I mean, because every other time they introduce them and they come in, they get a huge pop and then they fall completely off because, okay, they're not going to beat the rocks and the undertakers of the world and Braun Strowman's and Roman Reigns of the world, but they need to be somewhere in the middle. Right. And so they get a huge pop on day one and then they don't win again for like two months. And you're like, well, that was unless you're Samoa Joe. That was well. And they had Samoa Samoa Joe and Shinsuke in a little bit Out out of these two, though, like. Alistair Black probably has the most potential, the most. Yeah, that's I said that, right? No, I think Ricochet I, does the best. I think Ricochet, his height and his high-flying yeah. skills, I don't know if Vince is going to be down with that until he's gone. But with Alistair Black, he's almost got, when you see his big entrance and his like yeah. aura, he's almost got an Undertaker-type feel to he him. Kinda, he's got like a Bray Wyatt kind yeah. of vibe. Yeah, and so I can see him continuing. Plus, he can kick the crap out of you. His moves are, are a little bit more real, like yeah, they a look realistic. More MMA-ish. All right, let's jump out to break. When we come back, we're going to finish running down this uh, fast lane card, give you our thoughts, and then we'll touch a little bit on what's going on in NXT. You're listening to Nerd Thug Wrestling. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Do you ever want to say the other ones? I mess up all the time. I don't because I'm a professional. Oh. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Awkward. Awkward. That's Corey DLG. Oh. Uh, so we were in the middle of running down Fastlane, our thoughts, what's going on with it. Then we're going to jump a little bit to NXT to wrap up this uh, segment, get us halfway through today's show. Uh, so, Corey, we finished with the Triple Threat Tag Match. Um, let's get away from that, and let's move on to the next one. They have a women's title match. Right. Asuka defending against Mandy Rose. At least Mandy Rose is away from the whole Naomi thing. Ugh. Right? Yeah, finally. Although I don't, I don't know where Naomi is now. Uh, she came out and had a little bit of a match, but she got beat up by Mandy Rose. Yeah. Like, just demolished her. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <sighs> Three women's matches on this card. Which is great. Love it. Um, yeah, a tag match, of two, Singles. a title match, and then a, a match with title implications. Yeah. Um, I just think, I don't know. I don't understand. So, one thing I like. Uh, I don't think Mandy Rose has a shot. I don't think she does either, but <sighs> I like whenever... They do stuff with the champion. Okay, so like Oscar, right? She's the champion. Um, it it doesn't always have to be like a huge fight with her, you know, like going on all the time. Like you can filter right. in. You can take her. Okay, look, she's gonna have an eight month run. She's gonna defend the title. I'd rather see her defend the title against a few people than like the same person just over and over and over again. So sort of like the second half of the AJ Styles run. Right. So like, okay, hey, let's get Mandy Rose in there. Okay, let's put Mandy Rose in the spotlight. Let's see what she can do. Let's see what kind of pop we can get. Let's see right. if she can handle that type of match. 
Um, I think that's great. So I'm, I'm excited to see how this goes. I think they're both great workers. Uh, the same thing when they kind of put Ruby Riot in there with uh, Ronda, but the pay-per-view, they just had it a squash. But then they actually had a wrestle on TV really well. Right. So which, which, by the way, I told you they would squash her in WrestleMania. Right. I, I told her in the and Royal They squashed yeah. it, but the next night they actually had like a real match. I know. They had like a 10-minute like a match. So, you know, I thought that was cool to give, you know, and Ruby, that's the first time, that's not the first time she's been in a title match. No. Um, but it, it, it's always nice to see them give some of these other people a chance just to see if they can hold up, if they can hang, if they can perform. That way you know what you got future down the road. Because, you know, if something happens... Like on SmackDown right now, I mean, it's Asuka and it's Charlotte. Those are the two biggest names on SmackDown. Right. Well, Charlotte's involved in this feud. Well, who's going to be the next person up? And that, by the way, they've completely screwed that up, right? <sighs> Becky so. and Charlotte were both on SmackDown at the same time. Right. Didn't do any sort of rivalry or feud. No. They then move over, and now they're both feuding with Ronda on Raw. <sighs> yeah, I don't. So so now so now Raw has Sasha, Bailey, Charlotte. Sure. Becky and Ronda. Ronda, the Riot Squad, Natasha Hart, and the Italian, yeah, whatever her little Italian buddy Knight is. Hart and uh, yeah, they've got some big names over there. And like on the other side, they don't. They have all. They have everyone. Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose, I think, are really good work. They're, they're really good wrestlers. Yeah, they are. Um, the Iconics are a good bit, but they're not great. I like the Iconics. They just don't push them enough. I think they they stick too well, much. When they were in, they're NXT, funny. They're not when, wrestlers. When they, were, when they were in NXT though. They had that. It wasn't so much of a funny gimmick. It was more of a bratty, ruthless gimmick. Right. Right. So they yeah. were like little. They would get ruthless on the outside. They worked that whole, you know, the, kind of and the old, Becky and uh, kind of Alexa Bliss is on. Yeah, kind of the old school like uh, Bella Twins thing. Yeah, like they, yeah, they, yeah. They they helped each other. They seemed all nice and but then they would then like they would be savage. mean as yeah. crap. Um, so that's that's a cool match. I, you know, I don't think it. Uh, again, I don't think Mandy Rose is going to win, but I no. think it's cool that they've put someone else but in the match. But it's almost like the SmackDown women's lineup is just the Junior League now. Yeah, which you need to get some more people over there. Yeah, by moving the heavy hitters, the top and, the top of the card over to Raw, they did. And they, I'm all for bringing some people up and, like, give them a push, you know, with without them being a huge name. Because, I mean, you think the, the huge names are the ones you mentioned in Raw. Okay, well, let's do some stuff with the girls on SmackDown right. and not make them look like wimps but basically they, but they really haven't even yeah. Carmella's on uh, no Carmella's Smackdown yeah she's on Smackdown but her, she's R-Truth's manager yeah, now yeah her and like, Naomi yeah, yeah. Um, and then so the only match I think has like the most besides the Charlotte match uh, we've got Shane McMahon and The Miz versus the Usos for the tag title this is probably the next best match on the card which uh, definitely going to see the Usos win and something happens between Shane McMahon and, and uh, the, the Miz, Miz. So they fight each other at Wrestlemania that's what they're pushing towards. Either either that, or I think that there's a chance that they push towards them having a giant epic tag match because the Usos, the Usos have it in their resume where they've done some really big tag matches, like yeah. with the New Day. They, they had have. a they had a like a five match rivalry with the New yeah, Day. That was great stuff. Um, I don't know that it's completely outside the realm for Shane and the Miz and the Usos to just keep going back and forth for a little bit. Yeah, it, it could happen. You're not lying. Maybe it, it would be great if it came down like they they won and then they they fight in a, like a ladder match something at WrestleMania, right? That'd yeah, cool. like a big yeah. Exactly. So Shane can do a huge spot or something. So he could do all those big spots. Lock him in a, a hell in the cell. But I don't know. I think we've moved past the Shane on his own era. I think there's yeah. too many people. It's they've done it too much. Well, and there's too many people now. There's just too many people. There aren't right. there aren't enough matches and there's too many people. So if he wants to be in WrestleMania. And the boss put him with the Miz. Yeah, put him with the Miz. Put him with the Usos. Now you're showcasing enough people where you can be like, okay, Shane, you're in the match. So then the uh, main event is Daniel Bryan defending against Kevin Owens. This should be like the opener. <laughs> it's the main event. That shit has no business being the main. Um, event. It should I, be the opener. I love Kevin Owens. Yeah, I know you do. I love me some. Kevin but Owens. he's wrestled in two matches. So here's the thing. I love Kevin Owens, and I love the dynamic of you have this like. Healthy, eco-friendly, vegan champion with a wooden belt, and then there's this Do you like, really? and then I mean, it, it makes sense. Then you got this like overweight guy who's like not overweight anymore, but you know what I mean? Yeah, but you know what I mean, like slim shape. But it's like they haven't they haven't built it at all, not at all. Like if this was something that had been going on for a while, okay, but all right, Kofi's in. Oh nope, now Kofi's out, and Kevin Owens is in. So Vince McMahon pulled both. Becky Lynch and Ke- and Kofi Kingston. And survey says that at WrestleMania it's going to be Kofi versus Daniel Bryan anyway. Do they want to save it for WrestleMania? Yes, I think so. I think okay. this is, I think this is one of those instances where Fastlane got in the way. Probably so. So let's not do anything um, let's do nothing to what everyone wants because we got to save all these for WrestleMania. Right. 
So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, this Ke- is I honestly I love me some Kevin Owens, but there's no way he wins. I I, I do like that he basically ripped off a bunch of Stone Cold gimmicks. Me too. Um, love it and added it to his repertoire. Love it. Did you did you even hear he he even he, he was doing his his mic work and he came back with a uh, and that's the bottom line <laughs> and then get, and then said out loud wink 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 he said and then he hit it with a stutter didn't he he did yeah I love it. So I love it. All of a sudden, he's he he's, he's the new Stone Cold. He's 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 borrowing a lot of the repertoire. Um, all right, so that's fast lane for you. We've got you know about half a segment left. Real quick on NXT. I don't like that NXT films like a month of stuff at a time. Go I'm not on. a fan of it. A spoilers come out on the internet pisses me off. Okay, I said the p word. B something happens in that time, and now there's nothing you can do about it. For example, por ejemplo, for our Spanish-speaking friends. Um, what's is a, it What's a ejemplo? Por ejemplo. It means for example. I don't want uh, por ejemplo. Ask Nico. Um, it doesn't make sense. That's tres ejemplos too many. It doesn't make sense. Like we said earlier, you're seeing Ricochet and Aleister Black competing in a Dusty Rhodes Classic t- tag tournament on NXT on Wednesday. And then on Sunday, they're fighting for the w- Raw Tag Team titles. But why not? It just doesn't seem... Are they going to win? Are they going to win and then come back to the Dusty Classic and then win that one and win the NXT Tag Team titles too? That's the only way I'd accept it. Why? That'd be awesome. Well, I, but, but, I mean, until they win titles somewhere, why can't they compete for all the titles? I mean, so they... But, they're <sighs> but it doesn't drive you crazy when they do singles matches knowing that they're going to be up at WWE sometime soon. I don't like that stuff. Like, I don't... I don't, don't put them in both. Like, if you're going to bring them up, bring them up and leave them. Don't, like... Have him doing double so duty. Did it make you mad when Rick Rude was on Raw and Nitro on the same Monday night? Yeah, ticked me off. <laughs> but you know, there's so many wrestlers within the three systems of WWE. You should be able to have people on one show. Okay, but here's my problem. Yes, you're 100 percent right. I am 100 correct. They have a ton of one hundred. They have a ton of talent on each show. Um. And I'm I'm generously calling the NXT talented. It's very talented. Um, however, super talented. However, they don't know that anyway because they show the same nine people on Raw and the same nine people on SmackDown. NXT is super talented. I I don't. Know it's that. always been super talented. I don't know that I agree with that. Where do you think Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, um, Seth Rollins? Guess where they came from? No, I I they all. all NXT. Daniel Bryan came from Shawn Michaels School of Wrestling. In, that doesn't oh, mean Shawn Michaels NXT. has a Hall of Fame School of Wrestling. Um, AJ AJ Styles came from New Japan and Ring of Honor. That that doesn't mean that every guy who comes from there is going to be any good. Here's the other thing. Okay, so in this tournament as well oh, is uh, that, was, that was horrible. Is uh, the champion Tomasa Ciampa, who I think is like the greatest villain on TV yeah, right now. He was. Awful uh, with Raw Johnny Gargano, who was the hottest wrestler last year, and he was awful on the mic on Raw and SmackDown. Here's the deal, though: they won their opening match on this Dusty Road Classic. This Dusty uh-huh. Road Classic has been somewhat finished, I think. I think they filmed it all already. Tommaso Ciampa is undergoing neck surgery this week, and he will be out for a long, long, long time. So had they only filmed one episode, uh-huh. and now they found this out, they could go back and they could fix it. Well, I mean, if oh wow, this is looking bad. But if they uh, have filmed the whole thing, like, what if they had them win the thing and then they'll have to do some switcheroo? I mean, they do that all the time. Yeah, but stuff. I like it. Seth Rollins was the first Universal Champion, and he never got to. He never got to. Oh, Incorrect. Finn Balor Incorrect. was, and and he never got to have a match because Seth Rollins dislocated his shoulder. Him. But when you but that happened like on night okay I get that okay great that happened and that it happened at the pay per view the next night we fixed it but when you record like five shows at once there's gonna bound to be something crazy that happens in the next three weeks that could change everything I don't like that I don't like it at all I don't like them filming four times at once film um, once a week so here's why you're wrong I'm not wrong I'm never wrong here's why you're 100 percent never wrong. wrong Wheel of Fortune only works six days a year I hate Wheel of Fortune they film- when's the last time you watched it Thank you. It's not wrestling. They they film six it's days not, a it's year. It's not wrestling. They film. It's not wrestling. They they yeah okay. They set up a four day work week and they come in one day and they film like nine episodes in one day and then they go home. It's not wrestling. It's not a weekly episodic show. Uh, it is weekly. It's no, daily. No, it's, I mean, they take time off. We, they take like the whole summer off. They take the holidays off. These guys take no days off. They clearly take three no weeks off. off. Well, the NXT doesn't. It's stupid. <laughs> I don't like it. I hate it. Fix it. They clearly take three days off. I'm really pumped by the idea that Triple H is 
seriously contemplating making this like the third show and doing it like once a week. Uh, it the only reason he's doing it is because he's admitting his guys can't come up to the Raw and SmackDown. Well, because Vince ruins them. That is Everyone not, knows that him. is not. Everyone why. knows Vince That's ruins them. Not Vince ruins every everybody knows that Vince ruins them. Most of them have been bad when they come up. Everybody knows. All right, let's jump out to a break. We come back. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about some stuff I learned on Takis Jericho. You're listening to Nerd Thug Wrestling. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Ooh, yeah. You thought I was going to say it, didn't you? I, I mean, I assumed. Let's talk about my <laughs> friend, the Nerd Ninja at Cox ATA. I'm Yay. a professional. You are not. Uh, oh, You're okay. Not. I guess I'm not. So my friend, the Nerd Ninja, has got two convenient locations to train in martial arts. Uh, here, one in Conroe and one Aww. in Magnolia. Yeah. Uh, they teach self-defense. They teach life skills. They uh, teach you how to use cool weapons, how to do neat tricks. Uh, a lot of uh, self-confidence building that they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they help you get in shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do all that kinds of stuff. They have classes from little tigers to... Yeah. They're to called tiny tigers. Tiny tigers. They start at like three or four, depending on how uh, advanced your little one is. All the way to an old lion? All the way to an old lion at like 94 yeah. or 95 if you're still able to walk. Um, they've got uh, tiny tiger classes, junior classes, adult classes, everything. they got tai chi as well. They do. They have Ooh. Tai Chi. Um, if you mention Nerd Thug Radio, my friends over at Cox ATA will give you two free weeks of training. Yeah. Because here at Cox ATA Martial Arts, we build leaders. We teach life skills. We leave a legacy. Yes. And while you're at Cox ATA in Magnolia, just scoot you on down the road to our new friends over at The Adventure Begins. Comics, games, and more there for you all go. your comics, games, and more needs. That's true. They're like right down the road from me. They are right down the road. That's great. Um, all right. So as I was mentioning on my road trip last week, yes, I listened to a lot of talk is Jericho, baby. Talk is me. Is that really how it goes? Yeah. I was like, this is obnoxious. Like, this is great. I love it. It is obnoxious. <laughs> um, so I te- did I text you about Jim Ross? Uh, I don't, I don't. He texted me something. I don't remember what it was. So last year, Chris Jericho had his Chris Jericho's Rocky Ranger cruise. He had yeah, a cru- yeah, yeah, yeah. He had yeah, a cruise, yeah. right? So yeah. on the cruise, he did like four live podcasts, and he recorded them, and then he's released them over um, several months. Oh, he pre-recorded and then he released it over time. Yeah, released it over time. Like did he, you did you did you send him an email? Were you angry about it? No, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. <laughs> there were fillers for him oh, okay. while he was touring and stuff. Okay. And so one of the ones he did, he uh, interviewed Jim Ross and Jerry the King Lawler. While on the cruise? While on the cruise. Oh, God. Uh, Jim Ross was drinking the whole time. I got to think he was. Hilarious. Hilarious. So. The King doesn't drink. He's never drinking. Ever? Ever. He doesn't drink. What? I don't know what to make of that. No alcohol in that voice system. Um, They were very adamant about expressing that the whole time. Even Jerry was like, or uh, Jim was like making fun of him because he doesn't drink. <laughs> it was great. I do, I, I do think it's a, like it always weirds me out a little bit when you meet someone who's like, I don't drink at all. Right. Like, I mean, there, there's drink, I drink too much and there's, oh, I, I just have a beer once in a while. Yeah. But, but the, the other side of that is the guy who never has had a drink and you're like, not even like, how do you know you don't like it? Right. I don't know. I don't that, know. That's an odd thing to me. But it was so, oh my dude. Listening to drunk Jim Ross talk about stuff that happened like in the 90s and stuff, hilarious. So I didn't realize until here the last past couple years that we've gotten involved in all this different stuff. 
that Jim Ross was was such an important part of things. Oh, huge part. I, I, I always thought like he was just an announcer and no. this just a guy they throw out there. Uh-uh. But like they've had whole stories and conversations that have come up where it's like, yeah, Jim Ross was the guy who convinced Vic, Vince McMahon to do this or do that. And I'm always like, who? why are you listening to Jim, Jim Ross? Jim Ross is the guy who signed Chris Jericho. That's, originally. that's interesting. He's the one that... The, like know. found him and not found him I and mean, he was already on the radar well he was already on WCW right yeah he was in WCW but like he's the one that said hey we need to get this guy and went and met him while he was still under contract with WCW and it offered sounds, him a deal it and, sounds and like tampering him. yeah uh, there's a couple of people he's been like that with but uh, it's just so funny so one of the cool things I mean those two are the voice of the Attitude Era yes they really are yeah they are and so you know they're talking about how much um Vince would be in their ear and like their production means how long do they last and whatever. And uh, they pretty much were like, because there was so much stuff going on at the time, like they just let Jim and Jerry just do their thing. Like hardly. A, so like Michael Cole, like all yeah. the announcers now, like everything now is so scripted. Right. Everything is scripted. Yeah, absolutely. But they let them to just kind of like do their own thing. And, and well, yeah, and the Jerry or Jim was always like, well, they never yelled at Jerry. Cause he's a wrestler. But like, he's like, I always got my butt handed to me. Like, afterwards, <laughs> um, they told the story about the night that uh, Owen Hart passed away in the ring when he died. Because yeah, Jim had to break the news on, t- on the pay-per-view. Right, because he didn't die in the ring. He, he died in the ring. Oh, really? So J- they, they tell the story. Jerry tells the story that he saw it immediately, and he jumped out of his seat and jumped into the ring. And so, like, he was right there. Um, he's like, I could tell right there he was he was gone. Now, they took him They took him back to the hospital and whatever. Right, yeah. He said, but Jim goes, so I'm on the, the, the ear set with Kevin Dunn. I think it's Kevin Dunn. And he says, Jim. Um, we're gonna need you to give the update on the Owen Hart situation. He's like, uh, what's the Owen Hart situation? He's mm-hmm. like, he's dead. He's passed away. He's like, uh, what do you want me to say? He's like, you're on in five, four, three. And then he just had a dude. He's like, one of the most traumatizing things in his life. Yeah, that would be terrible, especially because they're not news people. No, but it's hilarious just listening to him like drunk, drunk rant, <laughs> uh, just about stuff. Uh, is super hilarious. Like. If you're not going to listen to any talk of Jericho, go find that one and listen to Jim it. Jim Ross? Because it's, it's so much fun because you relive a lot of the Attitude Era right, time, right, time right. frame. Um, and then you, know, you just get to hear drunk Jim Ross and like him and Jerry tell stuff from like their point of view. And a little bit of how things work. It's, it's super awesome. There was definitely... Uh, I was watching the Monday Night Wars. And as they got more and more salacious and Jerry became known for just yelling the puppies. They're doing a doc... Yeah. You know, it's a documentary. And, 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 and Jerry was like... I turned into like this weird lecherous old man that I really am not even. Yeah. He's like, I, I found myself yelling puppies all the time. Yeah, and they were like, uh, they, hey, someone said something to him, and he was like, "Did you know you were going to be an announcer?" He's like, "No, like I wanted to be a wrestler." So like, if you notice, like the first few years, like I'd come up and, like in my wrestling gear and do announcing, <laughs> just hope I can get in there. And then over time, I stopped doing it. Uh, it was just super funny. Um, you know, they're telling the story. You know, just a lot about. Um, Chris does just like how big Jerry Lawler was in Memphis. Like he was, well, he's the king, king of Memphis. Yeah. Um, they're talking about how they that Vince sent the Rock to Memphis to like uh to like train a little bit. Um, uh, something Cabana, I forget what his name was. Um, like no one ever really knows that that happened. Right. Uh, and then Bret Hart was always like a huge um a huge baby face, but when they sent him, they sent him to uh to Memphis. I mean, they sent him to Memphis to wrestle the King, like just as a, like a, a favor, I guess. Yeah. And so like Vince went with him, and Vince got so much heat because everyone loved the King. Yeah. And now they despise anybody else. <laughs> like that's kind of where the uh, Vince character was born because he was he was doing it like right at yeah. the show. Yeah. Uh, another good one. I was listening to. Uh, they had a tribute uh, show on on the cruise, and he brought out Conan, Rey Mysterio. And Diamond Dallas Page, and they did like an Eddie Guerrero tribute. Okay, that's kind of cool. So they're talking, you know, tons of stories about Eddie, which was like super awesome, and just like their their favorite times and like different things that have happened, and learning more about like you know how big of a star Conan was. Um, yeah, he was like the Mexican Hulk Hogan. Yeah, right? like he was huge. Yeah, uh, like how they all met and stuff. And so like it was funny because Jericho was telling the story the first time he met Rey Mysterio. Uh, he was in. I think Monterey or something with uh, some guy that 
that that brought him in. And so they go into this uh, this hotel room and like Ray's there and like he's he looks like he's like twelve years old and uh, he's like, hey man, you want you want you want a party? You want to like have a drink or whatever? And like <laughs> <laughs> he's like, dude, you can't give alcohol to this twelve year old. He's like, no man, this is Ray. He's like twenty one. <laughs> no, he's like nineteen, man. That's cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's Ray. That's funny. Um, uh, Conan though, like he's one of the guys who got classically underserved in WCW. Yeah, he totally did. Uh, so they told him they wanted him to be. So they're talking about a little bit about the Latino World Order. Remember right. That? Uh, that was that was literally the day I turned off WCW, WCW. and never came. So back. they said they wanted it to be Conan. They wanted him to be the leader because he was such a huge name in, in Mexico. Right. Uh, but then Kevin Nash was like, "No, man, I want you to be in my Wolfpack." And so he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go to the Wolfpack then. Screw this." Yeah. So they let Eddie be the mouthpiece, and uh, they said the only thing that that really was positive that came out of that. Is they it gave Eddie more mic time, mic time and air right. time, so that people could see. You they know. could get a little more because he wasn't. I think he was the Latin Heat or something yeah. back then. No, he was that in the Latino Heat in WWE. He was like chasing China for a while. They yeah, like you're right. You're Latino right. Heat. What, Latino. He wasn't Eddie Guerrero, or he had like a dumb nickname in WCW. He was, he was still Eddie Guerrero. He just had some. He just looked goofy in the long mullet and was still kind of tiny. That's true. You're right. Um, but it's just funny listening to them tell stories of traveling together and. Just Eddie in general, like Chris said, the first time he met Eddie, he like opens the door of the hotel and he's in like nothing but whitey tidies. He's like, "What do you think, man? You think your 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 poop don't stink, man?" But he used the S word instead. Right, right. But no, man, it was a cool one. Those are some cool wrestling stuff to listen to and kind of learn a little bit about. There was a really cool one I learned too, and it was it was Jericho and somebody else. And they were discussing, like, the lead-up to Chris Jericho leaving uh, WCW and coming to WWE. Okay, okay. Um, and so it kind of follows that path and, like, his meeting with Vince and, like, his first night there and just how much production WWE put into stuff as opposed to WCW back then. He's like, yeah, they asked me about Pyro and, like, what kind I wanted. It's like, Pyro? Like, <laughs> he was probably, like, once or twice in WCW. Yeah. Uh, they just hearing Jericho talk about, like, how different the locker room was. Like a WCW. Like, oh, oh, I, oh, I'm sure. Uh, he was telling the story real quick. I'll get out about. Um, uh, no, this is different. So he was there was a one on the on the cruise, and he was with all the guys from uh, the Bullet Club. Okay, Cody Rhodes and all them. So him and Cody are talking about like locker room, like the the locker room general or whatever. Yeah, and uh, he's like, you know, the locker room general. Like when Kane said something, like I listened because it's. Glenn Jacobs, he's like huge and yeah. kick your butt. He's like, but then CM Punk would make comments like, "I'm the locker room general. Pick up your trash." He said one time he said that Booker T threw a bunch of trash in the floor and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like bagging on CM Punk for a minute. It's like that guy doesn't scare anyone. Like he's not the locker room. If you call yourself the locker room general, you're not the locker room general. Right? It's like a nickname. If you call yourself Laser, no one's calling you Laser. No, that is call me Laser, guys. Um, I will call you Beam. Right? How about that? You can be the Mister Beam. Mister Beam. Uh, but it was just neat, man. It was good. I mean, if you go through, so I am Jericho, or I am Jericho. Um, the uh, talk is Jericho. There's a bunch of different like rock and roll people in there and stuff. But like all the wrestling ones, it's just fun because you learn a lot is about. It, is it just him one. and the other wrestler, or does he have somebody who asks him questions? So when he does the one about him leading up to the guy who's in charge of that Wrestlecade, um, okay, thing, who also uh, he's in charge of like the Bruce Pritchard podcast, the Ric Flair podcast, and somebody else. He brings him on, and then this guy interviews him about it. Okay. So he's asking him about it. Then there was one where he... We're going to get out of here. we got to get out of here. I'll talk about it in a second. You're listening <laughs> to Nerd Thug Wrestling. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. (laughs) 
Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Oh, yeah. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Station. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Remember, it's Joey Savage. Savage, not average. Yeah. What'd you say? Savage is below average? Savage, not average. <laughs> so a little bit, we were talking about uh, fast lane. So real quick, I want to get these out because you can actually bet... Yeah, this blows my Vegas mind. This blows my this mind. Stuff, right? Uh, this only works as long as you don't know Vince McMahon, right? Right. Like, because if you know Vince McMahon, it'd be insider trading. Like, right. you can't do this. So Daniel Bryan is a minus four hundred to win. So he's going to win. Kevin Owens is plus two fifty. Okay. Charlotte Flair <laughs> the is underdog in a scripted match. Charlotte Flair is plus four hundred with Becky Lynch being m- minus seven hundred. Okay. Uh, the Shield is minus three hundred with uh, the other squad being plus two hundred. So for those who don't know, as he's doing these, when you, like so saying Becky Lynch is minus seven hundred means you have to bet seven hundred dollars to win a hundred dollar return if Becky Lynch were to win. Right. So they're saying that's uh, what is that seven to one basically? Yeah. They're, what they're saying is Becky Lynch is very likely seven to, to one win, favorite. Very likely to win the match. Oscar is a minus eight hundred with Mandy Rose being a plus four twenty five. So if you bet a hundred dollars and Mandy Rose wins, you would win four hundred and twenty five dollars. Yep. Um Alistair Black and Ricochet plus two twenty five. Gable and Rude plus five hundred with the revival at a minus two seventy five. I, I think that's the get. I think that's the that I don't know who to bet on there. But I don't bet Revival keeps the titles. Usos are a minus 900, <laughs> with Miz and Shane being a plus 500. They are the biggest underdogs on the board. I would take. I would bet them. And then uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey are minus 400, with Nia Jax and Tamina being plus 250. And then the closest one, Ray Mysterio, plus 110, Andrade, minus 150. So on, uh, they're saying Andrade is supposed to win? It's he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't win at, ever. Toss up. Yeah, it's a toss up. Yeah, but it's not like you could. You you could you, you could bet and make money on that because like Andrade doesn't win a lot. I bet on the Cincinnati Reds to win the uh, Central Division when I was in Vegas. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Plus seventeen hundred. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a good number. Let's go, boys. <laughs> that's a good number. People are gonna be freaking out when they win the Central. If they win the Central, you're gonna look real smart. All right, so you got some rumors over there. Yeah. Are these wrestling rumors? These are. Yeah, they're not about you. Um, so I guess it had started to bubble up because R-Truth has been doing the uh, United States Open Challenge. And he lost. He just lost uh, a fatal four-way that it, it didn't look like he agreed to. Um, <laughs> to Shamoa Joe. To the worst wrestler on the WWE card, Samoa uh, Joe. No, not the worst. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't see how he can be much worse than Eighth him. Eighth best. Uh, but our truth doesn't. Every time he's been in the ring, he's been like mentioning John Cena. Yeah, every like, single time. I want to do like my hero, John Cena. I want. When I was a kid, I used to watch John Cena wrestle. He's obviously poking fun at him. But there were people who were saying that the reason he kept mentioning him was that he was trying to get like a John Cena r truth match of some kind in WrestleMania. Not happening. That's not happening. That's been squished completely. Not Wrestling. happening. You know, he was like the NWA champion at one point. Uh, but uh, r truth. Yeah, he's athletic. He's very Ron athletic. Killings he used to be K Quick back in the day. Forgot about that. Um, All right, what else you got? So that was according to Wrestling Observer Radio. Uh, eh, not happening. Speculation on potential matches for WrestleMania okay, include Cena versus Samoa Joe. Not happening. And Randy Orton versus AJ Styles. I see Randy Orton versus AJ Styles. I don't. I don't. I couldn't like that, at this point. Neither one of them has a story. So. No, they're, they're they're building a story with each other. Sort of. Sort of. Sort of. But here's the deal: it's WrestleMania. They're probably two of the highest paid wrestlers on SmackDown. You got to put yeah, them on there easily. somehow. Randy Orton's probably one of the highest paid guys in yeah. WWE right now. You got to put him on the card somehow. I don't, I don't know what Randy Orton does. RKO. He's got the best contract in the WWE. He had him and Brock Lesnar. He Lester. messes up all the time. Yeah, his match not like in the match, but like outside in life. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's why he's not in the ring as much. I was gonna say like they pay him to talk mess, run in an RKO guy, and run out and stand there he while had his music plays. Such a great thing going last year. Was it last year? Or the year before with Bray Wyatt. Remember that? Yeah. Um, Talking about how how fast they rushed it. Yeah. And I was so ticked off. And then and then, I miss and Bray then they Wyatt. don't. I, I don't even know what they're doing with Bray Wyatt I anymore. Miss him. You know what I don't like too? Before we get into the rumors, what do you got? They bring Matt Hardy back, but it's like normal Matt Hardy and not like Woken Matt Hardy. It's 
He, that guy walks like a mummy. It is, he looks better. He looks physically better, but, but he, still walks like a mummy. He he can't bend his legs when he walks. No. It is the most uncomfortable thing to watch. <laughs> Matt Hardy wrestle. What's worse? <laughs> you don't want to see Kurt Angle. I want to see Matt Hardy versus Kurt Angle in a walk-off marathon. Okay. Okay. So do a forty-yard dash. Oh, okay. okay. So the raw, the raw for Ric Flair's seventieth birthday when Bautista showed back up. Um. By the way, what are, what are your thoughts on that? They do it every year, right? Every year they try to bring someone big name back yeah. from like Hollywood or something. They've been doing it forever. Yeah. Okay, I'll see him wrestle. Why not? I mean, it's it's not going to be one of those things I'm like, I have to watch this. If Ali Savage says, hey, I need you to run grab me something to eat during the match, I'll do it. Wow. But, I mean, I'll go back and watch it afterwards. That's fair. You, you can watch it anytime, though. That's true. Um, but so past that, was it Sting walks in the ring. Kurt Angle walks. First of all, Kurt Angle standing next to Sting. Sting looks totally healthy. Yeah. Kurt Angle's knees are still bent at a ninety degree angle while he's in the ring. He well, looks like a, he looks permanently like a grasshopper. Drugs. Well, that's. I mean, that's how he's in standing. I know that, but I mean, well, he was on drugs for so long. But that, but that doesn't explain why his knees don't work. You know, what also I think is great. Now that Jeff, we talked about this in the break. Jeff Jarrett's back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, he's married to Kurt Angle's ex-wife. <laughs> and they're all on Raw together. They all Jeff Jarrett's now on the creative team. Hmm, what can I do for, for Kurt today? Well, he's been given. Listen, Kurt's been getting some screen time again. Yeah, it's a, it's a farewell tour. Yeah. John Cena versus Kurt Angle. Let's go. Uh, no, it'll be John Cena and Kurt Angle tagging against somebody, probably. Maybe. Maybe. Um, But I, that's sort of what they're building to. The, the three chumps that the Shield is fighting. Those guys had been fighting Kurt Angle, Finn Balor, Braun Strowman. You know the one thing I am happy that's going on? They're no longer really pushing Braun Strowman. Thank you. Next why? rumor. Why? I don't like him. I don't understand why you don't like him. Not a fan. Because he, he actually is big and athletic? Yeah, not a fan. Okay. Next rumor? He looks like he looks like someone who should be wearing a tie. Next rumor in the mailbag. Um, this is a dumb rumor. They're oh, saying I love it. The reason WWE is doing a triple threat match for Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, or Charlotte Flair, uh-huh. is in case one of them gets hurt, they still at least have the singles match. Does that make sense? No. Wrestlers don't get hurt that often. Oh, they get hurt all the time. But not enough to where they miss matches. Oh, all the time. No. Yeah, when was the last time they actually scrapped a, a, a WrestleMania match plan? Luckily, people have like survived and they're like, that's I'll what, fight through WrestleMania. That's what I'm saying. Uh, they don't, they very they're probably rarely, just on edge because it's, it's the women. What do you think, real quick, about... Ronda's little Ronda's little flip turn on uh on Monday Night Raw like I think if she was any better on the mic it would have had yeah. more impact. She I'm was, not your monkey. She, it was terrible. It was terrible because she's terrible on a microphone. She is dangerous. Um, looking. she is dangerous looking though. But she laid the belt down, which the last time okay you know when the last time someone did that was was uh, Dolph Ziggler when he won the Intercontinental laid it down in the middle of the ring said you don't deserve me and he came out with no music for the next two months right never once asked for his belt back uh-uh. so for Ronda Rousey to show up on Wait, Raw, I want my belt back I didn't say I wasn't champion I was trying to force you and then Stephanie McMahon gave her the belt like it didn't make any sense the whole thing was very poorly you know what's done. funny very poorly done uh, UFC was last Saturday uh-huh. in Vegas I was uh-huh. there trying to get tickets couldn't get them. Uh, but Becky was there uh-huh. with Seth Rollins and somebody else, and Becky was wearing a I Own Ronnie shirt. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> so great. Um, I wish you'd have told me you were trying to get in. I could have gotten you in. I thought about calling you. You should have. I had some other stuff going on. Okay. All right. That's fair. I, 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 I could have made a no, call. No, so here's you. the funny thing, right? So real quick, um, I went to uh, the Rio to play poker okay. uh, Saturday night. Nice. At about 10 o'clock Vegas time. And I go sit down at the table, and they're already showing all the results from uh, the <laughs> UFC. He's like, oh, it's over already. I'm like, it's ten- oh, yeah, it'd be midnight back home. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I don't, I, I thought the whole thing was very poorly handled. I thought they were just, I think they just wanted to have a triple threat, and they're just squeezing yeah. it all in. It goes back to what I said before. Ronda Rousey is not good enough to be in a singles match by herself on WrestleMania. Then they shouldn't have given her the belt. They shouldn't have. Yeah, absolutely man. right. All right, next rumor. Um, Do you have a good one? This is interesting. Ooh. Is I it, don't... Is it WWE related? It is. I mean, we don't really touch on, like... we got to start touching more on, like, the other stuff. They're not They're not doing enough. All TNA, Ring of Honor, New Japan. Oh. We'll get, uh, a show, we'll sh- get a show like that going soon. All right, continue. Rumor. Tommaso Ciampa's neck injury. Tommaso Ciampa. Was a known issue yep. prior to his being brought to the main roster. Yep. But they were trying to make it through TakeOver New York. And yep. now it's just not going to happen. So, yeah, I read that too. They were trying. They knew he had his neck injury. But they thought that it wasn't bad enough to where they could get through TakeOver and WrestleMania. 
and then have him take time off. But when he did a checkup this past week, they realized it was so serious, they had to pull him and do the surgery immediately. <sighs> did you hear the Art Anderson story? No. Do you know what happened with Art Anderson? Is he dead? No. So Art Anderson was like the lead road agent okay. for WWE. Okay. Everyone talks highly about Art Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last week, um, without like, anything really going on, the WWE announced they have released Arn Anderson. Oh, I did see that, and I didn't see anything else. You know what the story is, allegedly? Oh, no. He cleared a intoxicated Alicia Fox to wrestle at a house show, and Vince found out, got ticked off, and fired him. fired him, because he let a drunk wrestler get into the ring. Yeah. Interesting, right? Yeah. This is supposed to be like... The guy, the rest, like, this is the, re- like, everyone's like, man, I can't believe this. They couldn't understand it. I think Cody Rhodes even did a uh, interview where he didn't know, he couldn't understand either because he's such a great guy. And then it comes out that Alicia Fox was hammered. Then apparently she went missing. They couldn't find her for, like, two days. So she's like And a- they offered her, like, rehab, and she declined it and then went missing for two days. So she's like she's a, a real, nutcase. She's a real-life crazy person. Real-life okay. crazy person. All right. Well, that makes her character a little bit more interesting. Right? Um... Here's the thing, and this is a problem with all these road guys and stuff. I know we're up, we're about to get out. As of you it, close this show down, is a lot of them they start they want to be your friend just as much. Like this happens every time. Like if you have a student manager or like a like a players relations person, they start to favor the players or they or or students right. or whoever it is, and they want to be the buddy. And so then it comes down to they make a judgment call that's wrong because they don't want to be the bad guy to the group. Right. And that's, I mean, Arn Anderson's a, a career WWE guy. He knew better. WCW to WWE. He's been there ever since. He's been, he's been 100 years in the game. You he don't knew better. clear an intoxicated no, wrestler. No, for sure. And it's happened probably 100 times. Although, back in the day, they probably did wrestle drunk. All the time. Probably. All the time. But that's something you don't do now in this safety modern era. Nope. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for uh, this week of Nerd Thug Wrestling. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back next week and see uh, how the fast lane pay per view went. For the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG, same nerd thug time, same nerd thug channel. <laughs>